everyone. It's those good old-fashioned values, and we are back on another South Park episode. And this time, we are talking about South Park Season 3. Uh, this one, I used to consider this one, like, a personal favorite. When I was a lot younger, I have very fond memories of just, like, watching, like, the entire season in my, my friend's big media room. That was a fun time, but... They just had it on DVD? No, we, we, we just pulled... It was back when it was on Netflix, so we just, like, pulled it ah. up, and... Season three has like a lot of like continuity with itself, so we were just like constantly just like watching stuff. And there's a lot of good shit this season, but um, I gotta say overall, even though I still do like it, it's a step down from the previous season, and it's kind of a gas leak season too, which we'll talk about. Yeah, like I don't know if it's necessarily like a step down, but it is definitely not nearly as much of a step forward as season two was. Yes, for sure. Uh, yes. This this very much feels like okay. Here's the next South Park season. Yeah. And, you know, it's not bad in that regard. I, I feel like a lot of South Park, and this is going to sound stupid, maybe not as stupid as it would if we were talking about, like, Family Guy or American Dad or whatever, but I feel like a lot of, like, South Park is kind of, like, evolution and fits and starts where it's, like, you know, from one generation, it'll go from, like, you know, a fish to, like, a, like a lizard that is on land in, like, a season, and then the next one, it'll be, like, okay, maybe the lizard has, like, a little horn on its head or something now but yeah. like th this definitely feels like something where it's like it, the the evolution is not as drastic like it is trying out some new things and you can see the dna of later seasons in it but like yeah like andy said from one to two it is complete like it, it is and nowhere near as night as and day as those two were yeah. and i do think that that sums up a lot of like tv shows because there are exceptions to the simpsons obviously but for most for a lot for most of the, the tv shows we watch and see multiple seasons of i feel like you can see a format of Season one is kind of rough. Season two is a lot better. And then season three is just kind of more of the same because they figured out what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and you see more gradual change from here on out rather than the big explosions that, that season two was. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, also, I, and also I think it's kind of a balancing act in terms of like, okay, we kind of have an idea of what this show is now, but now we have to figure out like how much in the direction of like keeping yeah. things original versus like keeping, you know, keeping the structure relatively intact. Do we want to go? And so if you... I, I feel like, honestly, a lot of season threes are, like, they don't feel as ambitious as some earlier seasons because it's, like, now the creators are trying to figure out, like, what the perfect in-between between, like, ambition and stability is. Mm. And season this, ones yeah. are season ones are the rough draft, season two is the final draft, and then season three is an entirely new draft. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's interesting because this was still at a point in the show where they thought, like, okay, like, there's no way they're going to give us another season. For the first couple of seasons... <laughs> There's no way they'll give us 14 movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Matt and Trey, like, they said that, like, for the first couple of years they did this, like, they were convinced they were going to get run out of town just making this. Yeah. And Which is so funny considering the reception the first season got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, it's like no show ever has been as big as fast as South Park was in the first yeah, season. Yeah, it, it, it'd be like after you win an Oscar being like, fuck, am I going to make it in this industry? You know? It's yeah. Like <laughs> it's yeah. so, it's it's well dumb, i mean but you know as we've talked about before when talking about older tv shows a lot of tv culture was just old people complaining about things and i'd imagine old people i mean they probably yeah. didn't have cable but you know if they saw it they would write to comedy central and be like please fucking take this off the air i, I demand it yeah, yeah the 
Oh, oh, so much of TV was old people complaining about things, and they really revolutionized the format by being young people who complain about things. <laughs> uh, I, I would also say, uh, you know, since we, we we did so much of American Dad as half seasons, it's kind of kind of like, oh yeah, you you go when you do a, a whole seasons, you go through shows actually kind of quickly, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, not. We we still have twenty seasons to go. I know, Let's but there's not. like I was thinking of like, wow, we're already on season three by now. Mm. Huh. Uh, so yeah, no, they they were they were kind of scrambling, and for the movie which we're going to talk about next week, they said that since they were convinced, like you know, this is a passing fad, like Pokemon, for yeah. example. Another thing that was just absolutely why would you not bring that up? Um, what is it? They were just like, okay, you know, we're going to do oh, our yeah, thing. Oh yeah, Pokemon was around at this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder um, if that influenced like the Chim Pokemon episode at all. <laughs> I think that episode was about Digimon. I think that's probably what they were talking about. But oh, I um, thought they just—I thought they just made it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought they just made. Yo, I thought they came up with that shit out of their heads. They, they must have smoked a lot of weed to come up yeah. with that. Um, but they were like, "Okay, we're gonna make the movie like this big blowout musical, and we're just gonna do our thing this season." And that's going to be that. That's this like, you know, we'll just move on to greener pastures later. And of course, 14 movies later, that yeah. didn't happen. But so this ep- this season is I-, I called it at the beginning a gas leak season. And there's two reasons why it the vibes. I don't know if you all agree, but the vibes of the season, like they feel kind of off for me. Uh-huh. Like they, they 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 it feels a lot more. This season is very much throwing shit at the wall. So yes. a lot of it sticks, but it is very clear like, eh, fuck it. We're, we got a movie to make. Let's just throw out yeah. some stuff. Let's do another Mr. Hanky episode. They'll, they'll like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that I agree that the vibes of this season were off, but I don't think it's in the direction of like like a gas leak. I think it was really, like, it felt to me more in the direction of like they were going back to more traditional paradigms of cartooning. Hmm. You know, that's like possible. like they I were going back to like more stock plots, and to me, that's like the opposite of a gas leak. Because like, that's fair. There's yeah. just there's just some episodes like spontaneous combustion, for example, where it's just sure. like, oh, uh, what are sure, all right, why not? And yeah, they I'll do have also, the, the early the earlier parts of the season do feel a bit more disjointed than the later ones. Yeah. Also, um, I, I think you could you could make the argument that season three uh, is sort of not just with the continuity, but with the multi-parters, is the first of like the first inklings of where the show eventually becomes in the modern days of, hey, we can have story arcs. I guess. And and that's part of, like, the evolutionary process I was talking about in the beginning, but, like, I I think you can draw, like, a solid line between the meteor shower, or the the yeah the like the meteor shower episodes and like like on either side of that you can kind of draw like a line in this season of like okay this this does feel as spencer put it like more kind of gas leaking and then after that it feels like they're kind of returning to form like yeah. as cartoonists or whatever yeah well what i was getting at is that there's two reasons why the the season feels kind of weird in parts and the first part is that they were as andy referenced they were making this at the yeah. same time as the movie and it sounds like, by all accounts, it sounds like a fucking nightmare because the movie was a ton of yeah. work and the show is already a ton of work on a week to week basis. So they were like running back and forth between buildings and uh, like the MPAA for the movie was like notoriously really hard to deal with because they gave the movie like an NC-17 like seven times before they could get it through. Right. And um you know, they just had all this shit going on. They had, like, a really lengthy post-production process, and it kind of culminated in the episode uh, 
sexual harassment panda, which they have absolutely no memory of making because they were so burnt out and tired. You can you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're not going to talk about that in the back half, but sexual harassment panda is one of those episodes where you're like, oh, this was just kind of a freebie, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Also, also yeah. the season is, uh, you know, for, for people who don't know the, the, the filmography of, or the, the history of South Park, final season of the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Final I mean, season. and you you see that in the Y2K episode for sure. Yeah, the Y2K and Pokemon, yeah, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Of we are we are transitioning. Two thousands, here we come. Yeah. Um, um, the second reason why this season feels so weird is because they lost uh, Mary Kay Bergman, who oh yeah, she she is one of the most talented voice actresses to ever do it. And about halfway through this season, she killed herself and. Yeah. Then, like, they, they in interviews talk about, like, we didn't really even have time to, like, mourn her because, like, we literally right, just had to... In the middle of production. Yeah, it was yeah. like we just had to re- already rewrite yeah. an episode and take all the female characters out of it. And, like, there's a huge stretch. Uh, I think, really, the rest of the season has almost no female voices af- after Hooked on Monkey Phonics. It's... I mean, it, it sucks. It, yeah. It's, I, it's really... It shows why you shouldn't invite Andy Dick onto your show, but, like, it... <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking. It, it's no, it's it's terrible, man. It's it sucks. No, she's incredibly talented, and yeah. like the replacement. How the fuck does Andy Dick keep coming up on this show? How does oh, he... because he's the villain it, of real cause life? Because it's, it's yeah, because it's very funny that there's like a super villain rapist in Hollywood who made Phil Hartman's Hollywood wife animation Kevin. specifically yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. no, he <laughs> wasn't actually on the show. That was just. He's, he's I, like I the know, guy in Hollywood who's so evil, even other people yeah. in Hollywood are just like, what the fuck is your problem, he, man? He is somehow more evil than everyone else in Hollywood whose main job is molesting children. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. even yeah. Roman Polanski probably sees Andy Dick and is like, like oh, yeah, like, uh, Jesus, uh, man. Yeah. Oh, my, my first thought was, was Dan Schneider, but okay, I, that, I'm, I'm, Spencer's more culture no. than me, I guess. Yeah. Uh. I mean, my first thought was Steven Spielberg, so like, it it's not as if there is a dearth of people in Hollywood who molest kids none yeah. of us thought of harvey by the way that's interesting yeah he, harvey, didn't, molest kids. he didn't molest kids he just fucked women yeah oh, that's true yeah um but no it it really does suck because like yeah harvey you... harvey weinstein wasn't a pedophile he was just a piss <laughs> he wasn't a pedophile he was just an ebophile uh <laughs> he was he was you know he was just a pussy getting legends <laughs> the reason why he got called out first was because he was the only one who didn't fuck kids yeah <laughs> we're all tired of his shit yeah. Him and him and there, Cosby. There, yeah, every, everyone, everyone in Hollywood was like, "What's up with this freak?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I keep I keep trying to talk seriously about her about her death, yeah. and then you all are just like, "Okay, but seriously, like molesting kids is pretty crazy." Uh, I mean, you say that as if it is not pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is by by any objective standard pretty crazy. Pretty crazy, but <laughs> I mean, let's legitimately let's kind of yeah. pour one out for Mary Kay Bergman, who yeah. it, it is yeah. a fucking tragedy that she, you know, took her life. Yeah. At any point, especially in the middle of, like, when the show was gaining steam. Yeah, like, yeah. arguably, like, the height of her career. She just, like, yeah. kind of realized, she just thought to herself, like, yeah, I can't get any better from here. So, yeah, no, it really does suck. She she is one of the, one of the great talents of voice acting, and I don't know. I don't know what to say. It sucks. And it does impact the season a lot because... They kind of got their hands tied for a lot of episodes. Like they just had to 
find ways to write plots that were just like the guys and male supporting characters like you know and sometimes yeah. that works out uh red badge of gayness is a pretty great episode it's fucking awesome yeah what oh. i don't think we're talking about that one in the back half but that might be honestly it might be the best episode of the season it's i, I yeah, think it's, it's either possible. that or two guys in a hot tub yeah yeah two guys in a hot tub is also really good yeah I, I am a I'm a big succubus partisan, but uh yeah, those episodes are great also. Also, um uh I'm not as familiar with the show. Uh Eliza Snyder takes over from Kieran out. Is she the main voice actress for most of those no, characters? No, they, the they get the another they get another one in two thousand nine. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh wow, so but she's she's on for a while. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. they they well they divvy they divvy up the female voice roles after this because like Mary Kay Bergman could do all of them, but they couldn't yeah. really find anyone who could do like all of the other ones. So but- but it's definitely like they keep I, I thought it was like there was one primary one and then they brought someone on for like to fill in the gaps, but maybe I'm entirely wrong about that. I don't know either. Yeah. We probably should have looked that up before this. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean let well hey, we'll look it up for next season. And we'll we'll yeah. address it when we come to it. Yeah. yeah. It it does it does suck because like she was so good at what she did and like the voice actresses that replace her are good too, obviously, yeah. but like I don't know. There, there is like a little bit of magic lost. It's like when Isaac Hayes yeah. left the show. It's just it doesn't it's, quite feel the same. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like even though her replacements do like a pretty fantastic job, all things considered, it, it it's there's something about like the death of like a potential the, what this show could have been had she remained alive. Yeah, it, it's it's always gonna like you know niggle at the back of your head or something. Like it's it's yeah. it's gonna. It's always going to be there. It's like, but what if, you know? Yeah. And also, I mean, it, a shame that a woman took her life. Like, that can't be overlooked, but. Other than that, this season, despite all of the, you know, behind the scenes stuff, there are a couple, there are a couple things to talk about like that, that do pay dividends later. The first, we talked about how they have the three-parter. Um, we'll get back and we'll get into it in the back half, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, during the three-parter, they introduced Butters. And Butters is, uh, oh yeah, yeah. He he actually briefly becomes like a main character in season six, and then he's still like a very very important character from there yeah. on out. Yeah, he's he's like of the main four, and outside of uh, I forget what what fucking uh, Chef and Randy. No, yeah. no, the other the girl. Uh, oh, Wendy. Wendy. In Carmen. Yeah, outside of like Wendy, probably the most important kid. Even I know Butters. Yeah, and I, I barely know South Park. Yeah, no, and uh. Just gotta say, even from the beginning, Butters is great. Butters is what a wonderful character. Well, everyone knew a kid like Butters, or in yeah. some cases, was kind of like the kid was Butters. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I think this season you start seeing them branch out into like giving some of the students or like the the fellow students at the school like some more personality and like even though Butters kind of feels like a placeholder in some of these, it, it is like it is funny how easily they hooked in on like oh what if there was just like an extremely nerdy kid who didn't swear? Yeah, yeah. No. What and... if there was just like an innocent little boy? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I do Butters. love I do love like the uh the all the line deliveries too. They're also goes like well well there's gonna be heck to pay I tell you. Just ah oh, God it's so perfect. Uh, yeah, the, he is the big new addition this season. 
other than that, yeah, I guess I guess now that I think about it, like they don't add a ton here. Like they don't add. They do up Randy a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Randy gets amped get... up a bit, and and they throw in some side characters who never really like get, I think, the same spotlight as some of like their favorites. But like they definitely fill out the cast a bit more here. Like they we we get Craig, and we get kind of the origins of the Craig and Tweak thing, which we will get to way down the line. Yeah, uh, Mr. Adler is new. They give some more character to Sharon, and I think honestly, the most of the parents like get a yeah. little bit more to do here, especially but, during the uh, again during like the meteor shower arc. Like the parents yeah. actually become like a big focal point for like what feels like the first time, honestly. Uh, but, but yeah, but, I mean, other other than that, yes, there's not like huge like uh, or there, there's not like fucking monumental change in the like cast of the show yes. barring. and you can't expect that for every se- single season no yeah. you know? especially when there was yeah. so much going on here uh, oh yeah oh yeah uh other than that more broadly um not cut that sorry i don't have anything else to say uh <laughs> do you more all... broadly uh n- nothing yeah right but, actually but, less broadly but I, I do think we should like more broadly get into uh All right. Well, we're gonna have to cut <laughs> all of this. So we're not. <laughs> okay. Not well, uh, all right. You try running the ship, Ty. All right. What do you gotta say? What do you gotta say? So I, I also think that a lot of this season, and and again, that's always been kind of the mo of the show. But I do think it is interesting, like the directions that they take their complaining in this season, because a lot of it is like I think about maybe more inconsequential things than than in some of the earlier seasons. That is yeah. a good point. Yeah. Like, there is a lot of that. You know what I would say is, like, maybe that I wasn't paying attention good enough for seasons one and two. I feel like seasons one and two definitely had for, like, sort of an edginess out there-ness, like a, like a confrontational sense. This, I feel like, is where you really start feeling, like, amped up a little bit of the contrarian sense of the... Yeah. Ah, nah. The, uh, no, actually, you're dumb. No, actually, you're dumb, guys. Come on. Yeah, and and I don't. And sometimes that works. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it is something that I think is worth pointing out. Yeah, this one does have a lot of like contrarianism for its own sake, especially in the rainforest episode, which we're going to talk yeah. about later. Yes, and I, but, mean, I would even I would argue in the spontaneous combustion episode too. Yeah, mm. there, there there's a couple episodes in here where it's like. They're they're taking shots at like liberal sacred cows strictly because people care about them a lot, mm-hmm. rather than like yeah, even like or rather even, even than because like they it care gets... about them. Yeah. Um. Know. But yeah, no, no, you're definitely right about that. Or like again, like the sexual harassment panda, they're like taking shots at like sexual harassment suits, which another liberal sacred cow. And I gotta say, that episode, it's not unfunny, but like. It is like the worst aged episode in the history of the show. Wow, you, are are you saying that like we should care about the Amazon? Are you saying that like oh wow, no, we shouldn't. We can just tear it down. Yeah. It's not going. No, anywhere. I mean like the sexual harassment panda episode. Like in oh, in right, light that. of everything that's happened in the past couple of years, it's just like, yeah. how are you so fucking bad at this? <laughs> it, it was. It's, I mean, it's just aged so badly. You could probably make the argument considering what 90s Hollywood was like. I mean, it was less publicly known, but I don't know. I I, I mean, Heather O'Rourke was still dead. Like, it's not like Hollywood was cool back then. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm I'm saying that, like, like a lot of the, the, you could make an argument that, like, 
it aged poorly on release some of the some of the implications of that episode but. yeah well i mean the implication of the episode is that like most sexual harassment stuff is frivolous and like yeah, most lawsuits are frivolous horseplay yeah yeah and it, it's just like i know that they're just trying to stick it to like liberal sacred cows or whatever but they're just like like with the rainforest episode they are just not thinking through like what they're actually saying like they're just having fun like poking which, you know poking at like stuff that liberals care about and then they just like uh, wait a minute wait a minute yeah why don't we think uh, this uh, through wait. And, and I'm going to be like a little bit maybe yeah, I mean, controversial it's not like here. Weinstein Company was making their movie or anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I mean, I'm going to be a little bit controversial and say like, I don't think that should be a necessity for comedy. Like if you do that, I think it can make for really great comedy. But like, I don't, I don't think re- comedians should be like required to think through the implications of all their jokes. No, not at all. Well, I mean, if, no, I agree but, with like, that. But also like just from a political sense, it's like, yeah, these guys are clearly just throwing out like the first thing that they kind of. And especially now when their production schedule is such hell, it's kind of like they see something that's vaguely annoying or they think will rile people up and they just kind of go at it yeah. without a second thought. And that's like what, whether or not that makes bad comedy, it's definitely like noticeable in their work. For sure. It's almost like Matt Stone and uh, Trey Parker kind of embody like most like dumb but extremely successful and talented 90s comedians and artists like that was yeah. a, a yeah that that's was a, a like a, a lot point. of people who got their start in the 90s have yeah. the exact same nah fuck you man like attitude and it's yeah mm. that's what it is that's a good i mean that was just i guess kind of like the cultural ambiance of the 90s yeah. or whatever was just like yeah be it being like or maybe not needlessly but being like cynical to a degree that it like defined your identity yeah well there was also more i feel like there was more like reason to want to push back against like quote-unquote pc culture of the time because you had like the tipper gore shit and everything so and there were like moral panics back then like they're dumb now but back then it was like the stupidest stuff you could ever yeah, imagine. Yeah, back then it was like Bam Margera's in contact with Satan. Yeah, yeah it was literally like backmasking yeah. controversies. And it's like, it's it's amazing to think that people are like, yeah, Led Zeppelin were putting messages backwards in their songs about fucking yeah. gigantic women. Like, it was, it was a real thing, like a decent chunk of the country believed. And, you know, even if you were somewhat liberal-minded at the time, I feel like it would have been very easy to just get into the mindset of like, no, fuck you. God, shut up. It's also and one of those things where it's like, if, if you make like some, like if you make a really good song and it's also backmasked, I don't even think you can get mad at that. I think you're just the best musician ever. Like, yeah. I, I, like at that point, if like, if you can make a song that sounds fucking banger and also when you play it backwards, it tells kids to kill their parents. Like yeah. that's honestly more impressive than it is scary. Yeah, that's cool. In yeah, fact, I, I wish dope. people did, like, more, like, creepy bas- backmasking shit. Like, make, any of the musicians, if any musicians listen to the show, make a song about why it's, like, cool to, like, visit playgrounds or whatever. Put it backwards in your song. We endorse this. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there's no audience of uh, 40-year-old people who are panicked over everything over their shoulder that would react to you now anymore. Yeah. That's completely gone. Um, you, you won't get any, any, any implications online or whatever. That'd be crazy. The, I actually don't even know what you're referring to. Oh, I'm just referring to if you did that, there'd be a bunch of Q psychos going at you and also oh, like, yeah. with Epstein and stuff. Oh, He's yeah. Still well, a, I mean, I guess Q is still a thing because that guy just killed his kids over it. But like, 
it feels like it's not super a thing right now. Yeah. It's because it's not on our timeline anymore. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, though, this again, the season, the season is so like slight and doesn't take the huge swings that the last one did. And it's just them just kind of coasting for the time being. And I got to say, they coast pretty well, uh, all things considered, since, you know, again, like this was the most nightmarish production schedule since Apocalypse Now. They do some real, there's some really good ones in here. I love the uh, Hanna-Barbera parody with corn. That one's yeah. great. I, I love that, the that is a good combo. I love this setup because like it's got like the whole sixties like you know Scooby Doo vibe to it, and they're just like they give that speech at the end, and then they just launch yeah. into corn so it's like new metal, yeah. <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the audience is just like terrified. That one's really good. Red badge of gayness we already talked about. That one's fucking amazing. Uh, I like the succubus a lot, but that's mostly because the tree fitty bit is one of my fucking yeah. favorite things in the history of the show. That's the thing that's funny about, like, these early seasons is, like, a lot of the episodes will be, like, you know, maybe six or seven out of tens, but then they'll have a bit that, like, became diffused into the culture, like, uh, like the Chewbacca defense in last season or, like, yeah. this or, like, and, and I, I will agree, the three, the tree fitty bit is one of, like, the funniest jokes this show has ever done, but it's, the episode around it is not, like, good enough for me to say that that saves it or whatever. Yeah, um, no, but that, that joke it's so good, and I also want. There's a little backstory. Do they do him. anything with Cartman's eye doctor? After no, this? no. I but so. I did like. I mean, his, maybe maybe he gets like, like a cameo doctor. or something. But yeah, I did. Yeah, I did like someone who's just like antagonizing Cartman, and Cartman can't do anything <laughs> to stop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what else was something I noticed? This get uh, this might be me being kind of off and not really. But I like that like Mr. Kitty uh, Cartman's cat is like a cat version of him that he has to deal with. <laughs> That's like yeah. like just annoying and rude and fucks everything up for us. Yeah. It's, it's... The the way they animate the cat in heat is just so funny to me. Just yeah. like rubbing, just the like shit sticking off. its little butthole in the in the screen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just wanted to say about the succubus episode. The uh, there's a little bit of trivia behind that. Um, I think that the three the tree fitty bit is something that they'd had they'd been sitting on for a while, but uh, they I think they originally wanted it for Chef before the series even started, but. Hmm. They they asked if they could voice Chef, like Matt and Trey, and the Comedy <sighs> Central just told them a flat no. So no, then they got yeah. Isaac Hayes. <laughs> and thankfully they got they, Isaac they Hayes. Probably made, they probably made a, a dumb joke about uh, how they should have done it after, after uh, Isaac Hayes had to leave the show. <laughs> it, it is so, it is funny that like Fox, just who rejected the show, told, uh, told Seth MacFarlane's like, yeah, you can get your friend yeah. from Virginia to voice I was, I was about to say, it would be insanely funny if Mike Henry voiced <laughs> That is an alternate timeline. We are just yeah. like, there is a universe where that happens. They should have yeah. gotten, gotten Caleb to voice Chef. <laughs> um, but, and then when they had, like, the parents, like, they finally got, you know, the chance to uh, voice, um, you know, black characters themselves, basically. And right. It it is it is still like an all timer joke. Oh my god! Could you imagine if Chef also had a Rollo, just like a like kid that they got a white guy? He does. It's Carmen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but is... do we have anything else to mention this season? 
I mean, we've, um, we, we've been spinning our wheels for yeah. a little bit. Well, oh, I mean, Ty, did you have something? No, I mean, like, we could go into, like, minutiae or whatever, like, the way that Cartman, they're trying to, like, find the balance between him as an obnoxious kid and him as evil, and, like, they kind of... He kinda... felt a little toned down this season. That's the thing. And they, they tip towards evil a little bit, like, towards the end of the season, but for a lot of it, it seems like they're leaning more on, like, the, he's just kind of an annoying kid angle, like, with the yeah. Chim Pokemon stuff and with the Jar Jar Binks stuff and whatever. That's but, um, kind of where I liked Cartman more. So I'm I'm yeah. serious. I'm interested to see how if they manage to pull off evil Cartman. But you know that's for for me to figure yeah. out. I, you guys probably have your opinions <laughs> on that. But yeah. but more than but, but I know he makes a kid eat his parents. I know that much at least. Um, Spoilers. Yeah. I'm gonna have to beat. Oh, who fucking cares? <laughs> who fucking cares? I'm gonna have to beat that out. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, just do the beep over it. There yeah. you go. But I don't think there is enough like substance to a lot of the shit to continue spinning our wheels here so yeah i'm fine going all right so join us for the back half where we can dig our wheels into deeper yeah yeah there's got to be a morning Let's keep on looking for the light. Oh, can't you see the morning after? And we're back. Uh, the first episode is the first of the season, Rainforest, Main Forest. And I wanted to wanted to do this one since this one is a uh, this is a tricky one because on the one hand, this episode is really funny. There there are there are a lot of bits in this that crack me up a lot. You know, I love the I love Cartman treating all these rainforest creatures like they're his pets. I like uh, the bugs attacking Jennifer Aniston's character. You know, there there is a lot of there is a lot of really yeah. funny stuff in here. But this is the most racist episode the show has ever done and will ever do. It is like birth of a nation level bad. It is honestly like even for 1999, it's kind of astonishing that this wasn't like a it super is, controversial yeah, episode. Th- what was it that? What was it that Trump said? Like loser con- shithole, shithole countries, countries or something like that. Yeah. This is this is the man. Isn't Costa Rica a shithole country, guys? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue that it wasn't racist. I I don't know if I like agree with the level of racism that you ascribe to it. Like, because and I I do think like a lot of it comes. Yeah, from, it's like, maybe not that bad. But not maybe not even like that bad, but just like the idea of like, it feels like a lot of the commentary is like, no, like a lot of these countries are in bad shapes. And like, yeah, if they were going to make political commentary, like they probably should like at least touch on the fact where it's like, oh, no, that's not like always reflective of the country. That's like reflective of like a lot of factors. Like if they were being epic leftist comedians, but like unless you're talking specifically about the native people, which is like. No, I was. Yeah, that's what that. I was talking just about. Just doing okay. King Kong in, okay, in sure. 1999. I mean, Peter Jackson would do it like six years later, so I yeah. kind of yeah. understand. It, but, you know. Yeah, it's which to me, it's just like the idea of like, oh, there's there's savage, you know, jungle people who are, you know, who don't speak human language and they're all, you know, and they look weird. Like, that's well trod enough in like the human history of fiction that it didn't like, 
it didn't hit me too too bad but like i sure i understand how it could hit someone yeah Yeah. i think for me it's the part where they get like all like cheerfully mowed down at the end of the episode that was the Uh, part where i was like sure "Ah." yeah again it is a funny episode but it's it, it it this one is like more than any of the uh more than any of like the other problematic south park episodes i like this one's tough to watch so Talking about funny stuff in this episode, this this brings up something I didn't bring up in the, the first half. You know who I would consider the MVP side character of season three? Who? Yeah. Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey. Yeah, is great. he gets a lot of focus and he gets a lot of good jokes this season. Mm. Um, we'll talk about that more as we go on. But you know, this is the first time I'm like, oh wow, they're really pushing Mr. Mackey, and I I like I like his kind of lame but non confrontational mm-hmm. attitude. Kind of fits. The, it's... the the joke of him talking in or talking in Spanish to the uh like to to the people in Costa Rica, and just like instead of the in case like bueno or whatever, <laughs> that might have been my favorite joke of the season. It's so good. It's... Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Mr. Becky's very good. I want to say I watched the I remember the like the commentary for this episode that they did. And they said, like, oh, we don't actually like hate rainforests. Like we we we, we they're probably important for something. We just hate like activists. <laughs> yeah, we just hate people who care about things. Yeah. yeah. No, it was literally just giving the game away. It's like, yeah. oh, like rainforests are probably good. We just hate people who care about stuff. Uh, Which is I, not hard to <laughs> suss out from like their output, yeah. but it it is nice to hear like that they just and and right? to be fair, I do kind of understand a little more where they're coming from in 1999 in the sense of there was a lot of bullshit environmentalist like cash grab environmentalist media in the 90s, so I do kind of get that. Yeah. But you know, it's also like, hey, you know, maybe you could have cared a little harder because the rainforest is almost fucking gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, of all the issues that. The South Park guys are bad on the environment and environmental issues is probably like they have the worst track record with. Uh, yeah, but no, I think I think over we've said all we need to say about this episode. It is very funny, but like, yeah, uh, it's, it's not even that funny. Like it has moments, but like mm. as a whole, I don't think the episode is amazing. I don't know. I, I, I guess it might be like nostalgia, but I do laugh at this episode quite a lot. But sure. Um, I mean, there there are definitely enough moments in it where it's like, okay, I appreciate a lot of what they're doing. Like, uh, like when Kenny's girlfriend resuscitates him after he gets struck by lightning. And yeah, I also, and yeah, I, li- I also yeah. like her arguing with with uh, Stan and yeah, like uh, who are bastards? Yeah. They are. <laughs> they they're, are. They're, yeah. ba- they're bastards. Yeah. No, and th- I, I'm not going to say it was, like, a bad episode by any means. I don't think it was, like, a standout of the season. No, that's completely fair. And I, I will agree watching pygmy people get, like, mowed down by semi-automatic weapons is probably not in great taste. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up, we'll just briefly touch upon the trilogy that is Cat Orgy, Two Naked Guys in a Hot Tub, and Jubilee. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal this now. I'm a dumbass. I didn't realize the, the Wait, you're revealing that now? <laughs> uh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize the through line. I'm not even going to acknowledge. I didn't realize the through line of the episode was that they're all going to the same party yeah. until the third episode. Like I, I was like, wait, what? When I got to say, I'm like, why is this a tr- oh? It's the same party event. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, this is an interesting trilogy. I think because it's like somewhat sweeter than the show usually is. Yeah, like they actually have like. Yeah. You know, sort of like a friendly dynamic emerged between Cartman and Shelley. The the way Cartman gets kind of protective of her at the end of the end of the cat orgy episode is kind of cute. 
And the same thing with uh, the, like the Charlie's Angels stuff and two naked also, guys in a hot tub. Shelly's creepy boyfriend. I love when Shelly's I got this. I'm like, oh my joke. god, this is it's yeah, it's maybe the best joke of the season. That's Spencer. I, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 that's no. not me. No, no, that's you. no, no, you did. No, you're dating. Shelly does kind of look like Angie. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> you know what, Andy? Andy is. I, that was just a little throwaway joke on my part. Andy's kind of digging into the truth here. <laughs> um, no, I, I love, I love fucking. Hey Spencer, like, how old shit. are you? No, no, I'm 22. This is great. I don't like this. This is great. I don't like this. I'm sorry. Uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, I Good moving tech, on. Andy. I love I love uh the Mr. Kitty stuff. Just just yeah. him just the cats just being like way more belligerent and horny than usual. I don't know. But that's just a solid yeah. episode. Uh Two Naked Guys in a Hot Tub is the clear standout. Well, I want to I want to say something as as someone who is not very familiar with South Park. I have a feeling that Shelly is going to be like a very big side character going uh, forward. Not really. Not particularly. After Mary Kay died. Yeah. That's also a good point. Yeah, she, oh, like yeah. she gets moments like in the like in the Broadway episode or whatever. But yeah, honestly, she doesn't play a like. I think on it, like her part in future seasons might be even smaller than it is. Yeah, here. yeah. She yeah. she she and the bus driver uh, after Mary Kay die kind of like fade into the background. Which I mean, understandable. The bus driver was probably a good choice, even if she had yeah. been yeah. alive. But yeah, yeah. There was really only two one naked choice. guys in a hot tub once again. That's Spencer, uh, this episode. Yeah. I, I really do love um, the resolution to it where the, everyone, yeah, everyone, the whole party like, yeah, is just I've like, yeah. yeah, everyone does that. It's whatever. Yeah, it doesn't make it. It's not yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, um... I, I also want to say it's definitely like the, the ATF jokes this episode are also very much like dumb, like liber- like them doing their dumb libertarian stuff. But this is definitely a time where it like clicked and I was like, yeah, I'm with these guys. Fuck the ATF. They're dumb. Yeah. They're really dumb. Well, I mean, like, Waco just happened, so, like, they kind of get the right to, like, talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, and, and that's the thing, it's like, it's not like they're fucking, like, like, they can be sometimes, but it's not like they're always contrarian for the sake of being contrarian. Like, some, that's the thing with, like, that it's tough to be, like, if you're very, uh, fucking, like, you know, heterodox in your beliefs. Like you see someone else who has like an opposite belief structure to you. And then like you agree on something. And then like a lot of people take that to me and, Oh, you know, Oh, what's, what's going on here. But it's a lot of times it's like, no, sometimes stuff is so shitty that everyone kind of agrees. Like, yeah, that was not a good thing. Also, this was kind of butters breakout. Um, Yeah. He's not great this episode, but you know, he's not bad either. It's so, it's so funny how much better butters is than Pip. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, "Do they? Yeah. They keep?" Oh, I, I, I also, I, I did like the, the the little cutaway of like, uh, the kid in like the bra being like, "I want to be yeah. a journalist. I'm yeah. gonna wear a cool suit." Yeah. No, but yeah. it is, it is like they, they realized like, Pip didn't have any actual good jokes, and like everything about him would be improved markedly with Butters. And I mean, I get like in the beginning of the show when it was a bit more zany and they were still trying to like build out what the show was going to be like. I I am less mad at Pip, but like by this point, it's just like, like what is inherently, like what what is inherently going to make everybody hate this kid out of the fact that he's British? Like what about that is going to make him the fucking pariah of the school? 
Mm. I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not even like they don't even specify that he's like a new kid or whatever. It's just that he's British and kind of a wuss, which yeah. I, I think Butters is so much better because Butters whole thing is like he's just a pansy. Like, there's not a lot of added nuance to it. Yeah. And then there's Jubilee. Uh, this one's kind of the weak link of the three, but it's still pretty good. I'm- yeah, none uh, of them are bad, but like the most- I love, I loved the 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 guy being like, I I lost another one. I'll get you, pair. I'll get my marriage. I like that. That subplot was funny. I like a uh, I like Moses asking for like for part, like macaroni picture. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I want friendship bracelets. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, it's 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 not the strongest of the three. It's just, it's just like. Like, well, we got to do something for yeah. Kyle. So, yeah. But it, it's a fine episode. It's perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I also like that 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 Kenny just doesn't die until the literal last second. <laughs> just something to talk about, I think. I, I also like when Kenny gets to die for a reason. I think that yeah. that's a nice change of pace. Yeah, that is yeah. true. He- they're, they're very clearly getting tired of the Kenny bit, and they just, like, yeah. almost retire it entirely, like, after season yeah. five. Good. And, and it's so funny because none of the fans were at that point. Like, from what yeah. I know about this show, it's, like... I feel like they could have, if they had kept doing the Kenny thing until now, people would still be like, because well, you know what it is, because they killed Kenny as a meme. Yeah. Yeah. And dumb people love making memes last an extra six months to six years after they sh- they should. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's just sheeple love their memes. Unlike me, <laughs> I am a I am a wise and sage. Uh, Look, I, no, I, I only like, like satire. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right yeah. back. It's just okay, well, Andy's gone, I have to admit. I really like Bad Luck Brian. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> it's our yeah. secret. Yeah. yeah, I like the 10 guy, the stoner. He's he's, oh, yeah. he's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. I also like Scumbag Steve. He's pretty yes. cool. It's funny I, how he's always I met him at a party. I met him at a party once. He was actually not that much of a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Humble Steve isn't as catchy. I mean, and whatever. It's like I have friends who are like I had a friend who dated him for like a couple of years back in 2017. It's like it. It seems like he really leans into it, which like I get yeah. it. Like you know, you you can't really get anywhere without building a brand and like the inner yeah. age. But like down to yeah, earth, Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> cool, Steve. Yeah, just pretty okay, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> solid, Steve. Yeah. Um. No. Oh yeah. well, that's just that's just Metal Gear. No, it's just like a solid guy. I don't know what Metal no. Gear is. It's like a video game. Also don't know what that is. It's like a movie that you're in. That's a terrible idea. But not you. Like, you 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 control a guy in the movie. That's still a pretty terrible idea. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. But, no, but 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 seriously, like, the, the that, like, uh, penguin that gets bad luck or whatever. I forget what it is. He's he's pretty cool yeah. too. Socially awkward penguin. Socially yeah. awkward penguin. Yeah. Philosopher. His name. It's been a couple yeah. years since I met him, so I uh, I forgot <laughs> his name. Okay, you don't have to brag that you lived in New York. We get it. Okay. Yeah. You know who really sucks though? The unpopular yeah. opinion. Uh, popular opinion puffin. Just a real piece of work, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Victory kid, I've heard is kind of an asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he always bragging about shit. Did you hear that they finally let the girl who set her house on fire on parole? Oh wow! Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You think you thought it would have happened either before now or never, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I've heard. I I, I would I would Sorry guess she's that. kind of a model prisoner. Oh. 
go back. Ah, yes. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I my hate favorite sat- but- My favorite satire is Jonathan Swift. My favorite uh, riff. My favorite riff is uh. uh I like fuck. the one where he told chim- people to eat babies. Yeah. Ser- serious question. Did I miss the chimp Pokemon discussion? Or are we no. Still talking about it? No. Oh no. We were t- we were really talking about talk- satire. Yeah, we were talking about. We were, we were talking uh, about satire and smart humor. And humor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So chimp Pokemon. I love the backstory for Chin Pokemon because, like, the, the way that it came about was is that it was this massive fad in the late 90s. So yeah. the Matt and Trey were just like, all right, if everyone loves this, let's just sit down and watch an episode. And they watched it and they were like, what the fuck is this? So they just yeah, that, that... they just uh, made an episode making fun of it, which is really I like funny. to imagine they had never heard of anime before that. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's yeah. quite possible. Like... Yeah, because this was 1999, so like, it yeah. was like a like a like Japanese anime. I mean, I sound like Speed Racer and stuff, but you know, um, no, like I like I legitimately I like to believe that like they did not know that cartoons could come from Japan. That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, like like, they, like also... they they heard about they heard about anime and they're like, what the fuck? The, this pl- the place that like, makes cars. There are definitely <laughs> a lot of similar anime jokes and yeah. stuff from around the same time period. This is one of the funnier examples of that, but it does have that same thing. I do like the conceit of like, oh man, the, the joke is essentially toys fucking rot, like Japanese toys rotting children's brain in a yeah. sense. And also, but it's not too serious about, it, but I do like that. Like, yeah, American toys have been doing the exact same thing for like a decade. And yeah. Like nobody cared. Come on. Yeah. I, I mean, so the thing about this show, like if you're looking at it from like a, I guess like cultural responsibility angle or whatever, it's like, it has like, I'm not, Sure, but, like, I, I feel like the thing people would pick up on it, especially, like, in the context of South Park, is, like, it seems like it probably should be racist to Japanese people, and, like, there are kind of two ways that they would go about it, one of which I don't think is actually racist, and one of which, like, kind of, like, I, I think the idea of, like, the Japanese trying to destroy the American way of life is maybe a little bit, like, situated in, like, tropes That was a very fuck- big thing in a lot of 80s media yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. But that's actually, that was the very funny thing. Because, like, yeah, there was a lot of, like, panic about the Japanese, like, when they were becoming... A, when they into, got like, their a, economy back Yeah, together. when they were becoming, like, an economic powerhouse. But it's just, it's so funny, like, to imagine, like, one, that Japan would ever want to destroy capitalism. Like, they're telling the kids, yeah. kids like, yeah, Japan is famously anti-capitalist. Japanese toy morons. countries, especially. Yeah. Japanese toy <laughs> but, countries. But, but also the idea of, like, yeah, like, Jap- like Japan would, at, at least at, like in the 90s, like, do anything to sour their relationship with America. Like, they're, not, also, ha- like, they're not, like, halfway a client state of ours by that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably not going to remember this bit, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep a, a counter until we get our first lame Japanese tentacle hentai joke. Because every animated show has to make one of those. I do think they put like a a, a clever flip on the uh, like the small penis. Do joke. they do it during the Cthulhu episodes? I don't remember, man. I just straight up do not remember. But uh, um, they do put like sort of a clever flip on it because like they actually do take it and like they use it as a way to weaponize it against americans basically yeah Which, yeah they do I, at I, least I, acknowledge that a little bit, I, I, I like I, the, I, wasn't expecting. I like the part where they do that to the americans and then like all the men are just like kind of smiling yeah, idly at their yeah. penis that's <laughs> a good like guy yeah. and grinning no yeah. yeah that that was that was the other side of the thing which yeah i i agree i like i think you are completely right about that the idea of like it's not inherently racist because they're acknowledging stereotypes especially when they have the characters like gen like 
they show the characters being genuinely canny about how they use it and like it's i maybe it kind of tips over and like the point where he actually shows them his penis and like it is apparently like extraordinarily small but like a, a lot of that i think there are people who would be like very eager to take that to task for being racist in a way that it really isn't yeah yeah i gotta say they they apparently said the inspiration for that part was there was a Japanese man at a bar who, like Trey or Matt, met who was actually yeah. like telling them, "It's like my penis is very small. Like feel <laughs> it." And he's like, "Yeah, feel, feel it." And he was like, "It was just like, oh yeah, it's small, man. Good for you." These people are so cool. Yeah, that is a really cool thing to do to like a stranger. Yeah, just like, like yeah, I got a little ass dick. Like just come on, just feel it. Just yeah, feel like it. half Micro of, man. Half of their culture is man. jacking off to like teenagers, and they just like famously get blasted every time they can. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah, no, what a what a what a they paradise. Were, like not even not even like ironically, the Japanese fucking rock. Like, yeah. One more thing I want to say about this episode is is like on the this is hypothetically racist is like. The, the the fact that basically the moral has nothing to do with the Japanese specifically. Like, you sure. could put that ending moral on anything, so it doesn't. Also, one other thing that is I'm looking... Because I know they do other video game stuff. Like, uh, the the big one I'm thinking of is, is the WoW episode. So I'm looking forward to seeing how, like, that compares to this. Yeah. Um, the WoW episode yeah. is, like, more accurate since they, like, actually got help from Blizzard to make that episode. The WoW episode will also uh, be, speaking of going back to things that have aged poorly recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing about the WoW episode is they actually made it after they met an orc in the bar and he was like, check out how many stats I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Worldwide Recorder Concert. Um, this one, Ty, you wanted to talk about this one, I think? Yeah, I, I mean... I don't think it is, like, maybe a standout of the season, but I do think it is kind of worth talking about as, like, the finale of this, you know, of the season. And also, I, I think that there is a bit of me in the whole Mr. Garrison wants to get molested by his father bit that, like, yeah, maybe, we sh- maybe we should touch on the, the optics of that. I, well, I, I, I want to say, say, I want to, I wanna, no, can I tell, because okay. I think we're going to say the same thing. Yeah. The first thing I said to Spencer when I got on the Discord call today, Ty, because I just finished the yeah. season before I got on, was, Spencer, please tell me they don't tie in the Mr. Garrison sexual assault stuff to the, the trans stuff. Please tell me they don't do that at I, all. I think this is a one-off thing. For yes, yeah. that's what he yeah. said. And I was like, oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. I I wanted to say that I watched this episode with Angie just by, like, coincidence, <laughs> and they were, like, crying laughing at the mr garrison stuff yeah because <laughs> it is really good joke it is a yeah, really I mean, good joke and like the yeah. way like everyone else goes along with like the insanity like the mom just starts crying and it's just like yeah. why didn't you molest him like it is that is like a really really funny dark joke yeah. that they... it's, it's got it's got the hallmark of a great joke in that it's incredibly simple and when you see it you're like why has no one thought of this before once again also yeah. great use of mr Mackey this episode yeah. i love it. it's like oh that's right. That's completely different. You should probably rape your son. Yeah, you did. Oh, you didn't molest your kid. Okay. Well, don't well, lose your I mean, son it, over this. Yeah. Just like complete, like, cause, and that's such a great part too. Is like he thinks that Mister Garrison was molested at the beginning, and then as soon as he learns differently, he's like, okay, well, we should probably molest him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no compunction to change at all. Yeah. Oh fuck. And then there's also an A plot with like New York kids and stuff and Cartman yeah. figuring out how to play a sound that makes people shit themselves. Which is Whatever. not which yeah, it feels like more of a filler plot, but Yeah. 
but it's Hon- the honestly, plot. I think, yeah, but I think like I, I just thought it needed to be at least acknowledged, like the kind of balls it took to do a hey, it's good to get molested by your dad. <laughs> plot. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I, I will say. I, I will say the uh, the the tie-in with the uh, with with the Kenny G got, he got the ending of he got his Kenny G to do it. That was kind of a lame payoff to the, yeah. the thing. Especially because well, well, like is I, I Kenny like, G known for being like effeminate? Like I don't know, but I do love yeah. the uh, hey you kiss like my dad thing at the yeah, end. That, sure. was kind of that was a little that they tied it around a little, but it's I don't know. It, it still wasn't great all the yeah. way through. Yeah. Um, uh, I like I like the idea of someone who's still mad at Yoko Ono in 1999. I gotta That's say, a lot of people. I gotta there are say, still people yeah. mad at Yoko Ono now. Well, yeah. the thing uh, is, I gotta say about it is that they take like a better tack than most people in making fun of Yoko Ono because like most of the time it's like, oh, you broke up the Beatles, and then they just like kind of go like, yeah, and they're like, no, you're Asian. Step. Yeah, <laughs> no, they just then go, they go oh, weird. the evil Japanese seductress yeah. uh, to yeah. trick this 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 uh, cool yeah. dude who totally also wasn't abusing his yeah. son. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the the lame <laughs> the lame take on Yoko Ono is like, oh, she broke up the greatest band of all time, which like the Beatles aren't. Like the correct take on Yoko Ono is, oh, she's an Asian person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say the correct take on her is that she's weird. <laughs> sure. Yeah, she's she's weird. Like her eyes are like a different shape than most people's, and like her <laughs> skin's like slightly different Fuck color. Fuck off! It's really All right. she like talks in like a like a voice that doesn't sound exactly like. Uh, Spencer, you gotta check on your xenophobia. <laughs> Whatever, man. Fuck this. All right, I think that's gonna do that for season three. Yeah, I cannot imagine anything else we would talk about. I yeah, I'm looking forward to season four. Are we doing season four of the movie first? Movie next. Yeah, other than that, uh, thank you for yeah, joining us. Yeah, it's kind us. of a, not that much this season, but, no. you know. No, but I, I think we touched on some of the parts that will be, like, helpful in checking the trajectory of this thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, other than that, yeah, thank you for coming along, Spencer, Ty, Andy. We will catch you next time on Those Good yep. Fashion Values. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. recording are you guys recording i'm recording yeah i'm recording all right let's 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 do this okay. um god i i mean on the one hand we couldn't publish that but on the other hand i'm very pew, or i wish pew, we had pew, picked pew, it up pew, pew, yeah. Pew. yeah it was so all good. right you, you i hate you guys... all trans women <laughs> all right <laughs> okay okay we good okay. yep all right uh three two one Andy, did you close the door to like sync up? Yes. <laughs> to sync up. The- no, I, I clapped beforehand, but I just noticed my door was shut. That out. would be so anyway. funny. Just oh, like, so that three, wasn't two, even one. the sync. Yeah, you just closed the door. <laughs> yeah, the sync. Yeah. I clapped right before that. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Whatever. All right. Uh, may God. the force be with you. <laughs>